New Year, New Florida Man. Florida Man, 37, arrested for kidnapping 27 people and forcing them to play Yahtzee for 36 hours straight. I've never played Yahtzee. (laughs) You've never played Yahtzee? No, is that a common thing that people do? <laughs> no, I've done. I was going to say, what the f- have, have you played Yahtzee? Where the I fuck have like you played seven. it? It's just a stupid game. It's just stupid. But um, I, I need to send you what this particular Florida man looks like. Because, put it this way, I have a feeling he's played Yahtzee for a bit too long. Okay. If that, if that is indeed his bag, okay. Uh, where are we? So let me get me let me get my screenshots. So after this, is where I feel like an old man, where I start yeah. scrolling through shit. Be prepared on your professional podcast, yeah, as it's, always. It's not that professional. Well, quasi. We want to give off the impression. Yeah. Anyway, have a load of that stuff. Oh my god! Is he Beaker from the Muppets? <laughs> He's the most ginger man I've ever seen. Well, it's not even his eyebrows and his his soul patch is white. His hair is orange. His face is pink. Sunburn. He looks exactly <laughs> like Beaker from the Muppets. <laughs> Listeners, head over to Instagram at Babblement Pod, and I will. I promise I will remember to post this one. I will post it on the day of the episode release. You do that. I'll do it on on Twitter, and we we'll actually seem like we're a professional outfit. That's mad. So where did you find that? Uh, that just happened across on my news feed, and I went to verify, and it was legitimately from CBS News. It wasn't wasn't superimposed or anything like that. Holy uh, shit. He needs to stop playing Yahtzee. I mean, if that's what Yahtzee does to you, <laughs> now, I don't want to play it. Jesus. Where's Bunsen? <laughs> Where's the rest of the Muppets? So, Brian, we are purveyors of the most exquisite biscuits. Oh, hell yeah, we are. Being British chaps, we are privy to the collection of actual biscuits, not scones. Yeah. That exist within the Isles. And one of of the ones from your homeland, Uh the Tunnock Caramel Wafer. Yeah, big fan. Wife bought some the other day. Oh, yeah. And it seems like we're not the only fans of them, Ryan. Because okay. look at what Tunnocks are putting on the bottom of their wrapper. Okay. More than six million of these biscuits made and sold every week. Now, I kind of like the fact that they're flexing that on there. Yeah. But I also really like the way that they've written it because it's normally like you. A lot of companies have gone for, like, kitsch comedy bits on their, their wrappers and their packaging. They try and be like, hey, hey, look at us. This is what we've done. Tonics are this, like, say it for me now in a really broad Glaswegian accent. Okay. Um, <clears throat> More than six million of these biscuits made and sold every week. But it's, it's just a statement. Like they're just like, eh. I tell you what, right? There's more than six million of these fucking biscuits made and sold every fucking week, so shut the fuck up, man. Exactly. There's no exclamation mark, there's no comedy, like parentheses, nothing. It's just like, it's a fact. Six million fucking biscuits, yeah? Well, see, this is the thing, because I think 
I mean, I have to say, I'm the Tunnock's caramel huafa would would be fur, slightly further down on my list right now, um, uh, because I just they they don't quite taste the same as I remember. Maybe I've just eaten too many of them over the last kind of five years of my life. But you know, I'm I'm having a bit of a break from uh, from Tunnock's. I have to say, so I apologise in advance for that. But what I'm absolutely not taking a break from is um, how good Scottish people can word things. So like, just we just sell six million of these. I saw yeah. an exchange on um, on Facebook, which um, someone had the posted. Hive. The hive, the hive of, mind. Of high quality. <laughs> Very occasionally, it spits out something that is absolutely golden. And this uh, is a conversation... Um, this what well, this is a sorry this is a uh, what do you call them a fucking hell a post I guess from a Scottish lady, um, and I'm going to read you the post and then the the conversation that ensued. Okay, so let's call her um, Gladys. So Gladys says. Whoever lives in 28 North or South Avenue who's ordered a meal for one plus a bottle of Fanta, please be aware. The accidental delivered to mine. It's been handled by myself who recently tested positive for COVID. Then the delivery driver has come back to collect it and said the shop owner said to re-deliver to the proper address after telling him of Corona as well. Shocking that the customer should have uh, getting a fresh order update it's and i won't say the name of the restaurant it's let's call it the lucky the restaurant house it's lucky Ho- oh that's literally what it's called <laughs> i tried to make up a name and just said the name well, fuck lucky hell. house. You should have redone the order. Yeah. Okay, go on. Update. It's lucky house. Dirty bastards. What you are. <laughs> so then, a perfectly civilized response. Um, and this lady is actually called Kim. Don't know what her surname is. Kim says. So thanks for this. It was my takeaway. Why you took it in or answered the door when you have COVID is one question. Lucky I sent it away for a fresh one, but the driver has handled it after you and then is delivering food to others. How many people could this have spread to? I'm not happy about this at all. Now, Gladys goes from zero to 100 in half a second. Because go full Scottish. Gladys went, I took it in, Kim, because they dumped it on my fucking doorstep. That's why, Kim, second time <laughs> second time now, your fucking takeaways have come to my fucking address. Don't start with your shit, lass. I've done you a favour. <laughs> so Kim <laughs> responds, you haven't done me a favour at all. What you've done is put me at risk of getting COVID and loads of other people too. It isn't my fault the delivery came to you, but thanks for posting this. I've informed the takeaway place of this, so now they'll have to close. Now, you'd think Gladys would just say, okay, Hen, glad that's over. No, she doesn't. But what Gladys says is, you lucky I can't leave this house when I can. I'm going to burst your lips in your fucking horrid little grass. <laughs> All right, Gladys. There is fucking absolutely hell. nothing better than an angry Scottish gran, I tell you. Or, or just any angry Scottish person. Generally. Yeah. From Tunnock's 
to, <laughs> to take away. <laughs> From Tunnocks to Gladys, nowhere is safe. <laughs> So Gwyneth Paltrow made a candle scented of the smell of her own vagina. Oh yeah, just okay. take that in for a second. <laughs> well, I'm not, no I won't. Where am I going to no, put no. it? <laughs> well, one lady bought one and put it in her front room, to which she then reported, it exploded. <laughs> now just imagine that. Hang on, hang second. on, wait, sorry, sorry, can I just interrogate that for a second? What do you mean she made a candle out of the scent of her vagina? There is a candle made via the business acquisitions of Gwyneth Paltrow that has been scented in presumably a synthetic version of the smell of her vagina. It smells like Gwyneth Paltrow's pussy. Don't say the P word. You're getting it. That's you asked. Fucking hell. You get the but hang on, hang on. But do we know what it smells like? Uh, I imagine fish. <laughs> what, are you a 10-year-old boy? <laughs> yes. Okay. What do you want me to say? It smells like a vagina. It smells like a uvula. I mean, what? I don't know what to say to you. Okay. But no, Gwyneth Paltrow's might smell like apples or something. That's maybe why she called her kid Apple. <laughs> because of the smell. It tastes of like it. a fruitini. <laughs> like a packle of opal fruits. <laughs> a packle. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's what old time that's what dads call packets packles you get packles get packles around here with pa- your a packle of opal fruits fuck me all right go on i'll shut up now <laughs> oh, i'm falling apart at the seams mate it's oh, the madness it's just the the general madness i thought this year was meant to be all chill and no, it's but, not. But celebrities doing random things. Do you know that Cisco sang Thong Song at his own wedding reception? That's fucking hilarious. I mean, what a way to welcome your wife into your arms. <laughs> yeah. She had uh, dumps dun, like a dun, truck. Dun, dun, truck, dun. truck. <laughs> That's the reason why he married her. Well, you had Kanye West is d- divorcing Kim Kardashian because supposedly... Kanye's been having an affair with Jeffrey Star, the well-known man. What? Yeah. Okay. Well, I mean, that's fair if he's if he, you know, well, they can do what they want, but he's not a gay fish. Just remember that. No, that's true. Yes, but we forget that celebrities are also losing their fucking minds as well. That's the that's the Everybody. key thing. Everyone's just doing weird shit. Well, it's like the stuff on TV. I've been watching um, loads of Netflix, like Netflix out out the wazoo, you could say. Yeah. Because I've been watching so much of it. And we've started to find random things hidden. And one of our favourite new programmes is one called Flinch. Right. Have you heard of it? Uh, don't... I haven't heard... Might have once you describe it, but can't think of what it is. Essentially, randos go to a barn where the TV company have set up various tasks designed to make you flinch okay and they are things like uh what was the one i saw so you sat in a chair with your arms sort of strapped to the arms of the chair you had one of those sort of dog collars um like what would be put on a pet after they've had an operation 
round their neck and it got filled with chicken feed and then chickens were let loose to come and like peck from said collar. Right. And you had to sit perfectly still. If you flinch, you get kettle prodded. How is this a TV program? This is, this is the latest Saw movie. I, this is what I mean. It's like comedy mixed with Saw. And it's completely mental. Well, yeah, comedy mixed with Saw sounds pretty fucking mental. But this is the thing. Everything's set up so it's not actually dangerous. All you have to do is just chill and it's fine. Nothing will actually hurt except for the fucking cattle prods. That's what I was going to (laughs) say. Well, that will hurt. I mean, I've never been prodded by a cattle, but I imagine that it's quite painful. Exactly. We're watching that. There's so much. I I can't keep up. Well, you see, I've been watching Marvel movies. Yeah, you mentioned this the other day. Yeah, so Lee and I spoke the other day. What a turnaround. Yeah, so so I have to apologise, listeners, because a little while back uh, on an episode, I had a huge rant about um, how preposterous Marvel movies were and the fact that they made you, you know, you've got to watch them in order, and otherwise you don't understand what's going on. And I was going, oh, this is, I'm never going to do that. So I did it. <laughs> I started doing it because I've had nothing else to do. Um, and I have to say, I've enjoyed them. I watched Thor Ragnarok last night as I'm making my way to the final uh, Avengers movies. And Thor Ragnarok is a fucking delight. Firstly, Thor gets... T- spoilers, <laughs> if you haven't watched a film that came out three years ago, um, four years ago nearly. Which I haven't. Which you haven't. But I won't I won't spoil it for you, Lee. But um, I, have to, I have to tell you this because it's perfect for the pod. Um, one of the characters ends up in a place that they don't know what the fuck it is. Um, and it's some kind of weird sort of free-for-all scavenger island that has... Um, a island planet that has a leader. And... Mm you're like, oh, fucking hell, who's the leader going to be? And it cuts, and it's fucking Jeff Goldblum. Of course. Goldblum is in, like, he's got, like, nail varnish on and makeup, and at one point just starts playing the synth. Is there anyone who is safe from the Marvel movie, though? Is there anyone that hasn't actually been in one? I mean, you're getting the Goldblum. Part of the trifecta has fallen foul to the... of the Marvel movie. Well, but I think I think when you see it, you're like, he's like it just it it just it was just like, well, this is the this is my favourite one. <laughs> Purely because it's got <laughs> Jeff Goldblum in it and he's fantastic in it as well. And it's just I I, I, I think uh, it just again it just proves nothing is safe anymore. Opinions are being changed. <laughs> celebrities are making things out of their vaginal juices. Like what <laughs> what else is twenty twenty one gonna throw at us? That's what I'm looking forward to. I'm not. No. No. Um, We're already in January. <laughs> yeah. Um, Dame Judy Jet Dench produces a, a lollipop flavoured from her own. Oh my good God. <laughs> Do not finish that sentence. <laughs> Do not bring the Dench into this. Dench pop. Leave her alone. Sometimes people invent things that might kill them. And this would be called... Oh, my God. ...an inventor death. Wowzers. So, for the very first time, I think we can predict 
and invented it. <laughs> okay, slightly different spin. I like it. Yeah, so normally, obviously, we, we get delivered this information after the fact, and uh, we find out that someone's had their, their creation, their invention, somehow cause their untimely death. Well, I have a funny feeling the chap that has invented this thing I'm sending you right now, yeah. which he is creatively calling the firearm boots, <laughs> might <laughs> just end up on our list of inventors that have killed themselves. Okay, so essentially, so, right. they're a pair of welly boots <laughs> that he has armed a rudimentary firing chamber from. So it looks like a little tiny hand cannon on his ankle. Yeah. On these welly boots. Now, I can't help but fear at some point he's going to blow his own fucking leg off. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it really... It's, someone said gum boots and he dismissed herd. He was like, oh, yeah, yeah, I'll make some gum boots. Yeah, why not? I mean, they are literally a pair of wellies with a tiny gun strapped to them. <laughs> like, that exactly. is literally what they are. <laughs> I mean... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're right. It's I think that's that takes the gives the feature a whole new lease of life. I mean, I say feature, <laughs> we probably haven't mentioned it in 45 episodes, but but you can always rely on me to bring shit. But retrotopically looking at that, yeah, I think looking at inventors that are definitely going to kill themselves <laughs> at this some point, blow the bottom half of his body off at some point. Well, can you do me a favor, Lee? Yeah. Can you, for my for my sake and for the sake of the listeners, can you just keep a close eye on the gentleman oh, that invented yeah. the welly cannons? Um, I'm on it, mate. Just don't to, you worry. Because if he goes and we don't know about it, I'm going to be fuming. <laughs> I mean, let's face it, that could quite easily be one of these, couldn't it? Well, you just fucking <laughs> Do you know yeah. what I mean? <laughs> 100%. What a fucking plonker. Ah... Preemptive inventor deaths. There are jobs that are obvious, and there are jobs that you didn't know. (laughs) So I offer to you a job you didn't know you needed, right? And that is Seal Rescuer. As in the vintage 90s singer. Exactly. When he starts to get a little bit flustered, you have to rush in and escort him to safety. (laughs) No. What it is, is I have become completely addicted to watching the YouTube channel of uh, I believe it is Ocean Conservation Namibia. Okay. And on this channel, it documents the day-to-day activities of the beach rescue team, who essentially uh, exist purely to save animals from entanglement. So fishing nets, fishing wire, plastic, all the crap that we as a species decide to gunk into the sea and forget about. Right. And I've sent you a video which I would like you to be watching. You don't have to have the volume on while I describe what they do. Okay, I will watch the video now while you describe. Excellent. So what we essentially have is a team of chaps who patrol the beaches of Namibia, and uh, I think they do go into other other states and things, but they generally stay around the Cape area on the beach, patrolling for trapped animals, so seals generally, 
herds of seals, hundreds of seals, many of which have got things like old trawler wire wrapped around them. They have around them for so long, they've actually grown too big for it, and it causes them pain, things like that. Yeah. So these guys strap a GoPro to themselves, haul ass up a beach to chase seals before they dive into the sea, jump them, put them in a net, get this special seal net on them, and therefore remove all of the entangled wire or rope or whatever it might be. It could be T-shirts, could be anything. All the shit that we pump into the sea, they've got themselves in all sorts of stuff. And they do it one after another, as many as they possibly can, in one patrol. And I must have watched around two hours of said seal rescuing <laughs> uh, over the last two days. And I'm completely addicted to it. I want to, I want to move to Namibia. I want to be part of the team. I want to jump on seals and save them against their will, whether they like it or not. The best thing is, like, sometimes they're pulling fishing hooks out of these seals. Or, or you know, they, they even rescue sharks or whatever they can find that may or may not be entangled. And you see the animal sort of turn and, and go, oh, oh, you guys are okay. And then they scuffle off to the rest of the gang, hopefully to tell stories of how the, the white fleshy mammals help them. Well, that is uplifting. It is, isn't it? I mean, you were watching a video from a GoPro angle now of a guy just hauling ass down a beach, jumping on seals, cutting them free and letting them go. Yeah, it's very efficient. Yeah, they get they get down to it. They don't hang around. Uh, it's just, it's wonderful. <laughs> it's, a, it's a job I didn't know I needed, but I really do need it. But you see, and, and I like that, I think another job that is actually needed... And I feel like there's a sort of yin and yang happening, right? For every good, there is an equally frustrating. And a job that I think is definitely needed is mm. someone to patrol comment sections of, um, you know, uh, newspaper posts informing <laughs> people how ridiculous they are and basically that they need to shut the fuck up. Um, I don't know what we would call that. Maybe, uh, you know, just stop, man. <laughs> so the bullshitometer goes off. Bitty, 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 and just stop, man, flies down and just goes, just, just stop. Right? <laughs> there was an article published about, um, in The Guardian, because I read The Guardian this week. I don't know if I told you this. Uh, um, no, you haven't mentioned it. Yeah, um, where... They were talking about how sex scenes in movies and TV um, have changed due to the fact that it's not kind of creepy, disgusting old male directors who are just like, yeah, just, just need to pound her even harder. Just make him look more sweaty. Like they're trying to make things more realistic. And Kira Knightley came out um, and said that she was no longer going to shoot a sex scene in anything unless it was directed by a woman. And, you know, reading the article, like, of course, it's perfectly legitimate. It's perfectly fair. Unless um, you are called Michael Carraher, um, who commented on the um, <laughs> posting of The Guardian. And I hope that we won't need Just Stop Man, because I hope he's being ironic, but I fear that he may not be. Okay. So Michael Carraher says, well... Looks like sex scenes in movies are going to be like the sex scenes in TV shows. Clothes on. It's mostly over. Uh, it's mostly over, and they look so happy. 
Kira has just killed her career, let's hope. Lots of beautiful women in Hollywood willing to take their clothes off. Uh... Now, his profile picture makes him look like a 70s serial killer. <laughs> he is the Night Stalker. He is the Night Stalker. And just being supremely pissed off that all of a sudden he's not going to be able to see a famous from... woman's norks in a movie. <laughs> oh, it's <Norks>. fucking ridiculous. <laughs> norks. Norks. Great name. <laughs> Just the stop. Bazungas. Just stop. No, no ladies bazungas. Michael, just stop. Just stop. <laughs>